I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Fight Like a Girl. I'm Rav and we have a very special guest with us today filling in for Ella. Today I have with me Imdad Khan who is a fellow podcaster and a very good friend of mine who also happens to be locked down in Melbourne right now. Hello, Imdad. How are you? Hello, Rav. I'm doing very well, thank you. You doing all right? I'm doing all right in lockdown. I feel like you know how it is. You probably know better than me how it is, given you've done it how many times now? Mate, I'm a veteran now. Whenever Dan Andrews comes out, it's like, hey, we're going into lockdown. We're like, no worries, man. Take five. We've got this. We can do it. Let's rock and roll. Well, thanks for coming on on such short notice. I literally messaged you like, what was it? maybe 10 minutes ago? Yeah, I was watching Sex Education, so this is very, very important. (laughs) I appreciate you coming on. Why don't you tell everyone how we know each other? Oh, it's a bit juicy. I think we we either matched on Bumble or Tinder. I reckon it was Tinder. Um, And we just started chit-chatting, and then I realised, fuck, you live in Sydney and I live in Melbourne. So I don't know. I don't know if that played a part in us not flourishing any further. I don't know. But it was kind of nice just chatting. It's kind of like, hey, this girl's pretty cool. And I, I just want to clarify, we have met in person. We have met in person. That, this is true. This is true. Uh, but it did take a bit of convincing to get you to to meet me. <laughs> and the first time I met you, you were just drenched in rain. I ran through remember? the rain. Like, like, think about how romantic that is. Like, you see it in every movie where the guy runs through rain to get to the girl and I was drenched and you were just like coming down the elevators like hey what's happening I'm, like, I'm fucking drenched to come and see you <laughs> but it was a good night we're like we had a couple of drinks it was good to chit chat and I think we've known each other for like two years now I reckon. it's getting it's getting close to that yeah so you, you're right it was on tinder 
And from memory, I was in Melbourne for work and yes, I was I just kept saying, no, 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 don't want to meet up. I don't even remember why now, why I was saying I didn't want to catch up or why I kept making excuses up. But you then convinced me, but it was like you knew that it was your window of opportunity, so you did not give a fuck <laughs> that, that, that it was – that it was pelting down rain and you were like, I'm there. Because <laughs> I knew that, like, when you're here for work, it's like, I'm here for work. And I think the excuse you use is like, I, I look like shit. I don't want to see anyone. I look like shit. I'm like, I'm running through the fucking rain to do this. <laughs> so we're both going to look like shit. So we're going to be at a level playing field. But it was fine. I think, like, we've developed quite a very quite a strong friendship over the last uh two years so um yeah it's been it's been interesting i think that's what tinder does right you either sometimes meet someone that might be like a real long-term partner type thing or you actually just meet really cool people that you can vibe with um i can't say i've become friends with that many people that i've met off dating apps you would definitely be one of the only ones but i love it we chat for like hours if you and i ever get on the phone yeah we do actually because we i don't know how we get into deep and meaningfuls because you'll call me for some random stuff and then all of a sudden it's like three hours later and we've talked about solving all the world's problems but let's so, face yeah, it, it all like, turns down to how how men are shit on these dating apps and that's what it generally turns into, which I agree with. They mostly are pretty shit. Yeah, but when you say they're shit on dating apps, it's like, you know, they're shit on all fronts when we're talking about that group of people because it's like it's like you, you can't form like a sexual or romantic connection with them, but you also can't form a friendship with them either. So with you, yeah, I don't know, maybe it was just that we – because we live – in different states. Oh, maybe it's because I didn't open up with a picture of my dick and then that's made you go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, he didn't show me his dick in the first 24 hours of us meeting. So maybe this is a yeah. good, good start. Yeah, take note, guys. Not a bad play. Keep your dick in your pants. So going to go a little bit rogue with the episode today, I think, and I wanted to chat about Cassidy McGill, and I know you follow her on Instagram. You're a bit of a fan, yeah? Yeah, uh, pretty much as soon as she showed up on Love Island, I was like, damn. Last week I came across a post from her, um, and she, like, like we said, she was on Love Island, the very first season of Love Island in 2018, for anyone who doesn't know who she is. And since being on the show, she's built a pretty big platform for herself and has around 400,000 followers. Uh, Cassidy posted a story of herself putting on some fake tan. It was a video, and in the video, she was wearing a bra and undies. <laughs> undies, lol. <laughs> you not like that too? It's not that funny, but it just made me laugh. <laughs> no. I hate it. It just sounds so, like, childish. What about, like, panties? Do you work with panties then? I know this is going off topic, but how did you refer to, like, your bottoms then? Your knickers. So if we're in a, like if someone wants to be in a sexual context with you, you'd be like, take your knickers off. Oh. <laughs> well, you just don't really talk about it, do you? Does, don't they just come off? Oh, I guess if you're trying to be sexy and, like, chat or something. Sorry, I'm totally digressing off this thing. <laughs> continue, continue. My apologies. But we'll revisit this at another time. Okay. A little while later, she posted a screenshot of a message that she received from one of her female followers in reply to her tanning routine post. So this is what the message from the follower said. We kind of have the same body type and I'm always insecure of my body. You being confident with your own body kind of gives me the confidence too. 
you're an inspiration and it had like the little thank you hands. What do you think about that? So when I first saw this, I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of nice, right? Like when someone says, hey, you give me confidence to do X, Y, and Z based on who you are. It's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. I, I, I did a good thing. I impacted someone's life, right? And I feel like we all ha- want to do that in some shape or form. Um, and when someone tells you, like, verbally that that's what's happened, or in this case, text, I originally would have been like, oh, yeah, cool, man. I, that's that's great. But, I mean, read her response. I don't know if you want to do that now, but I didn't think about her response at all, which is very surprising. So, good point. I'm going to read her response now. She took a screenshot of this message and posted it to her story with her reply. And I'm assuming that she didn't actually reply directly to this person. The reply came in the form of her putting it on her story. And it says, I'm sorry, guys, but this isn't received in the way that I'm sure it's intended. I absolutely know this lovely girl is saying this from a very kind place, but the way it comes across to me is like I have a body type I should or could be ashamed of rather than confident. I'm just me. I post content as me, a normal woman. In these stories, I said nothing or drew no attention to my confidence by being in a bikini in front of you guys. She said, reading this makes me think, if you're insecure and we've got the same body type, then I have something to be insecure about because otherwise you'd love your body too. I'm not going to read the rest of it, but basically she's just going on a tangent about how it made her feel and it it just centers around the fact that she's made, made she's been made to feel like her body type isn't normal and it's out of the norm for her to be confident about the way that she looks. So I really want to unpack this because I feel the same as you. When I first read the message from her follower, which was the first thing I looked at because it was a lot shorter than her her post, I didn't react in that way. Like I didn't think, oh, why would that be offensive. Like I was the same as you where I thought, oh, that's that's kind of nice. But you're right, I do get it. I can see I can see where she's coming from. As a guy, where do you sit with this? Like if you saw somebody send you a message like this, how would you feel? I guess it comes from a place of how confident you are in your own skin, I guess. So I think if you had someone mm. like, uh, I'm just going to put it in my own mind. So let's just say, I was looking ripped and, like, I thought, fuck, I look hot as shit. And I put a photo of myself up and then someone's like, you know what, I wasn't really conf- – like, we have the exact same body. I'm not really confident about myself. Um, and now you've given me the confidence to actually like, post myself without a top on or go to the beach or whatever. Thank you for being um, an inspiration. I'd be like, what the fuck? You're right. Is there something wrong with me? Like, Because I thought I looked fine but your words are suggesting that I'm not. So I guess that totally makes sense. Um, And I guess if you look at Cass or whoever um, does go to her profile, like when I look at her, there isn't any, like I just go, fuck, she's a babe. She looks fine, and and she's got an she's got an amazing body. I'm a dude, and I wish I had a rig like her. Yeah, I, I guess it just the way I guess it was framed from this responder's point of view can seem like a actually it is a backhanded compliment really, um, because if you were to mm. phrase it in any other way of like let's not say body but let's just say it was her face instead, 
like, hey, I've got similar features to you in your face. And I wasn't really confident in my features. And now knowing that you're comfortable not wearing makeup and stuff, like, let's do it. You'd be like, you call me fucking ugly. There's no normal like when it comes to who we are as people, right? Like, and this is a problem with Instagram is we, I think what we're normalizing. And when I say normalizing is what we consider to be quite beautiful and, and what we aspire to be is, is that Kardashian type, really sexy. You have to be petite, that thin waist, big booty type thing. And, and like, it's, I don't know if you saw the show Mirror Mirror, but yeah. I watched that recently and I was kind of like, fuck, maybe there's some truth to that where we're all starting to distort our view of what's what's pretty um, and what's sexy and what's good. Like I look at myself, I don't have six packs or or like ripped muscles, but I'm like, it's fine. Like 90% of humans look like me. I feel like you're, you're being, I was going to be like, I feel like you're being very humble. <laughs> no, but like, like you think most people just have like that normal body type. Like if you eat well and you look after yourself, it, that's all you can ask for at the end of the day. And if you're happy with who you are when you look at yourself in the mirror, that's the best we can we can do. I feel. Um, mm. But yeah, I totally get where she's coming from. What are you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I like I said, like I, at first, I didn't understand what the issue was. The person was just being nice. You could tell it wasn't coming from a malicious place. Mm. If you read her message as well, mm. like she wasn't trolling her, is what I'm trying to say. But. I totally get Cass's response and I see why she would feel like that because it's happened to me before and from from one of my friends as well. Like I posted a photo on my Instagram and like she commented below it in capital letters like, yeah, confidence. And I was like thinking, should I not be? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And and it, it kind of took me a little bit. But it took me back to that place and I was like, okay, I get it. I get why she felt like that. There's always going to be someone who looks at you and aspires to maybe look the way that you do. And I think everyone has those hang-ups about their bodies where they'll be Mm. like, oh, I don't like this or I don't like that. So you just don't know how it's going to be perceived by that person if they do have a hang-up about that, that, that particular thing. In this instance, while looking from the outside in we look at her and go you're a 10 out of 10 like how could somebody like you Mm. you know have these hang-ups essentially but you just don't really know where somebody's at at the end of the day or how they feel about themselves and what's going to trigger them and clearly this has really triggered her it kind of makes me a little bit sad to think there's an individual who let's just say she has the exact same body as Cass is sort of walking around going I don't have a great body, like I'm ashamed of what I look like. I know it's easier said than done, but as long as you are confident with who you represent in the mirror, fuck what everyone else thinks, right? And I know there's a lot of psychology that goes into it. And and like I said, it is far easier to say that because we all have our own hang-ups. But it does make me feel sad that, like, Cass has got a banging bot. And it's like she works hard for it. She obviously does the workouts and eats right and does all that type of stuff. And so if you're in that same boat and you're just like, no, this is not good enough, I think there's a layer beneath that where you start to go, why do you believe that? Has something happened in your past where some of your past relationships, people may have gone, hey, you have stretch marks. Oh, look, you've got a little bit of a pot belly. Haha, that's not sexy. And that can absolutely fuck someone up, right? Or whether you do look at Instagram and you scroll through and you see all these beautiful fitness models which 
isn't a clear representation of humans, like these fitness models and those that are on there, they get fucking paid for it. They get paid so much money to look like the way they look like. And they get paid to have to go and work out at the gym, eat the right diet. They've probably got people who help them with their plans and stuff. And trying to get to that as a normal mm. human is just not going to be fucking possible. So there comes a point where you just got to be content with what you're doing is, is enough. Um, and sure, like we, we should be all about trying to get to that level of, yeah, I do want to be fit and I've got my own goals and things like that. But I can see where Cass is coming from because that would feel really shit to have someone go, I used to be ashamed of the way you look, but uh, thank you for allowing me to come out of that sh- that closet and be all really confident. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, man. Yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. It's, it's exactly what you said. Um, all right, I'm going to read you another part of her post that's going to lead me to my next question. I'm having a hard time trying to explain how this upsets me, but it does. For example, if I'm exercising and you can see my cellulite or tummy rolls or whatever, if I don't draw attention to it, you shouldn't either by calling me confident. Instead of just accepting it as normal, you pointing it out when I haven't has the opposite effect and impact. It removes the normalcy and makes it a focal point. I hope that this makes sense and I hope that you guys can understand where I'm coming from. Please stop calling me confident for embracing my body. It's really hurtful. I'm sorry, but I don't know how to take that. The the first half of what she said, I think, is open for discussion because she clearly has a platform. And do you think that people with a platform need to be able to block this sort of noise out? I think there's probably two arguments in that. I think the first part makes total sense to me of if I'm doing something that's not and I'm not pulling attention to a certain part of my body and then you go out and point it out and highlight it as a potential flaw, even though you might not potentially say it's a flaw, I think there's a problem in that personally. Um, can I can I add really quick as well? So t- to that point... Like the, the original comment wasn't even about a particular part of her body. It was like her as a whole. So the fact that she's had this reaction to her body as a whole, to me, is super concerning. Oh, right. Okay. So were they just saying you have cellulite or were they just like, hey, you've got, you're confident as a human? So what they actually said is you've got the same body type. She hasn't pointed out any particular part of her body or insinuated anything about rolls or cellulite just that she's got the same body type and she like the the person who messaged her feels insecure about her own body type and that Cass has basically made her feel like she's got nothing to be insecure of right so to me it's like the more I keep reading this it's just like I don't I still agree with the whole notion of you know, you shouldn't make people feel like they're doing something out of the norm if they're like confidence should be something that you talk about if someone's doing something like public speaking or, you know, something like that. That's where you could be like, you're so confident. But when it comes to somebody owning literally their body, do you really need to call that out and say, oh, I'm so, I'm in awe of how confident you are because of your body type? How do you moderate that when you've got a platform like hers? So I kind of, my thought process is slightly different. So when people are saying to her, I really like your confidence, 
where my mind goes, so she's got 400,000 people that follow her, right? Imagine, like, when you made that comparison about public speaking, you were to jump on stage and show 400,000 people your body in a bikini, I would say that's confident. Even if you've got a banging body, I don't know how many people would go, I'm happy to show my rig off in front of 400,000 people. I think it is pretty confident to be able to do that because you're, you're exposing yourself to all those people and people who don't even follow you, right? Like I'm sure there are people who might be listening to this who don't follow Cass, jump on her thing, see it and go, oh, yeah, cool. And they might make criticisms of her body and they might not. But I don't think it's necessarily mm. fair to say stop saying I'm confident because if you're doing shit to an audience of 400,000 and you're doing something that you ordinarily wouldn't do, that opens you up to criticism. So if you're going to put out a song, for example, or you're going to sing something live to 400,000 people, that still takes confidence. And you're going to open yourself up to people going, you sound like shit, I hate your music. Or you're going to open yourself up to people going, wow, you've got a really beautiful voice and I love that. That's really great. And that's just the two sides of the coin that you have to accept. It's. I think it's very similar to... We didn't mention this at the start when we um, started chatting, but you've got a podcast as well. So I think podcasting is similar. Like you don't know who's going to access your content, right? It's out there for literally the whole world to consume. So I know that it's a different sort of, you know, medium. It's it's not, you know, we're not hosting like video podcasts. It's, it's just our voices. But people could literally find you on Instagram and send you messages about the way that you look. It's at the end of the day, it's it's you putting yourself out there, right? And I'm going to take it a step back here. And I feel so fucking sorry for this girl who got called out on her story. Like she didn't tag her in it or anything. But if I had sent that to somebody and they screenshotted it, didn't even give me a reply personally and say, hey, I'm, you know, I, I yeah, I know you didn't mean it like this, but I get messages like this all the time and I'm going to use this as an example to educate some people on my platform. Please don't take it the wrong way, whatever. Like I, I really don't know and I'm, I know I'm making a lot of assumptions here about what happened in her DMs, mm. but if I'm going off what she posted, I feel so fucking sorry for this girl because not only is she already insecure about the way that she looks, she's now been completely like grilled about something, you know, something totally different, which is like, hey, you know how you're insecure about your body? Don't speak your mind either. She could easily go private, right? But the reason she doesn't go private is because she does want to have this platform to be able to talk to her audience. Hang on. You're like cutting out again. One sec. It's fucking 2021. How do we not have stable internet? (laughs) We were able to beam a video from the fucking moon in 1969 back to Earth and we can't do a fucking Zoom call. Like what? Yeah. Go Um, off. Anyway. Go off. (laughs) sorry i'm ranting i'm ranting yeah yeah sorry i feel like in in this circumstance when we're talking about people who have this public forum we kind of need to let go of the idea that we live in a utopian society where everything's rainbows and roses Um, and she went on a show love island let's face it probably went on the show to build a profile for herself and Mm. to try and get followers um and at the end of the day those followers end up in endorsements um you you make quite a good living from it and at the end of the day that's what a lot of people go on love island maths and all these reality shows for um sure there's probably a small percentage that go for it for the reason that they exist which is trying to find love in inverted quotes but i think you're gonna have to accept there's gonna be some shit people out there that are gonna say things about you and you can either completely delete them and and block them out but 
hey, you know what you're going to have to do is develop a bit of thick skin. Look, it's not ideal, right? You, I do want to live in a world where you, where you don't want to have to tell somebody, hey, you're just going to have to develop a bit of thick skin. That's how it is. Some people are shit. They just are. And if you've ever worked in customer service, which I have, that's where you first develop it, where you go, God damn, people are just shit. I think Cass may have done something good in the way of going, hey, you know what? Don't try and make comments about my body. Yeah, I don't think that's okay, yeah. which I think is kind of cool. But I think to your point, Rab, when when someone's like, hey, I'm trying to say something positive, I think instead of maybe she shouldn't have put that screenshot in there and she might have just had a private conversation mm. gone, hey, you know what, I'm getting this commentary from a lot of people and even though you mean well, this is how I'm interpreting it and I'm open to having that yeah. discussion at the moment. Let's Let's open the floodgates and see what people say. We get so many tools and resources in our careers to help us be better at it. And I think Mm. learning how to cope with shit like this is part of their job. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have a reaction to it because it's, it's the customer service example is actually a really good example because you getting abused at work is, is not okay, but you get given tools to help you deal with that. And your employer sort of takes on that onus. I know that these people typically work for themselves. Yes, a lot of them have management companies and stuff stuff as well that sort of, you know, manage them. So it's like maybe there needs to be some intervention on that level to help them cope with this sort of stuff. And, again, we're just drawing so many assumptions here because we don't know what's going on and what sort of tools she does actually have access to. And maybe this is just a matter of her being in this like transitional period of like getting better at coping with this sort of stuff. But I think bottom line is number one, stop making comments about women's bodies. And number two, if you happen to be someone who has a platform like this and something, something like this happens to trigger you or whatever, I don't know if screenshotting the person's actual message into it is a smart idea because of I really worry about the impact that this would have had on that original girl who sent that message. Yeah, I agree. Like it really, that really, really bothers me because I can just imagine this girl would have gone into that situation sharing how, you know, something has impacted her in a positive way and it's just been spun around to be like, you know what, don't mm. talk about me. Yeah, that would have just shot me down if I was in her in her situation, in her shoes. You make a good point in terms of the um, the help and guidance people get when they're they're coming off these shows and things like that and uh, part of me just thinks these shows don't really give a shit um and if you look at love island's history right Mm. like i think there was three or four people that ended up um taking their own lives off the back of um some of the fallout so i don't know if people are are um, equipped to deal with the fallout or, or the barrage of people um that come at you on social media and i think with cass and I don't know how much you remember her first season, but um, it was fucking brutal. Like, I remember watching it going, God damn, mm. she's being dealt a really shit hand here. Um, and she would have got the first wave from obviously all the Australians watching her, just smashing her on social media. That would fucking break you. And then the worst thing is a year later, it gets shown in the UK and then the UK audience sees it. And they start smashing her a year later, bringing up the same stuff that she would have thought had already passed. Um, so I think that definitely plays a part in your mind where anytime someone mentions something about your body, it probably does trigger something and makes you go, fuck, here we go again. 
Luckily, she didn't expose this person's user handle, right? But there was a situation where Nicki Minaj accidentally tweeted the wrong name in her tweet where she was pissed off and people started smashing this dude and the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not this person. It literally comes down to the notion of being an influencer Mm. and they're influencing in so many different ways. Not only are they influencing people to go and make purchases based on, you know, the products that they're plugging, they're influencing people to like literally come down on other people that aren't treating them well as well. So that whole job comes with so much power in so many different ways. And I just think they need to be, they just seriously need to be better equipped at dealing with everything so that they literally can, can use their platforms for more positivity than not. And like, I don't know about you, but I feel like lately just especially with all of the COVID shit going on and people's opinions about that as well. It just feels like this whole world of influencers, a lot of them aren't using their platforms for good at the moment, whether it be for things like going against health advice or for things like this as well, where it starts to like, they start to blur the line between them being a brand and them being a person. And I know that's really shitty because at the end of the day, they are a person. But when you're using your platform to generate, you know, business at the end of the day, I think there needs to be a way that you keep the two separate. Yeah, I agree. I hope one day I get 400,000 followers on my podcast which yeah <laughs> might not ever happen but I even like <laughs> and even if you like hopefully you get well beyond that as well but you'd expect that some people are gonna be okay with what you say some people are gonna love what you say and some people are gonna be like i fucking hated that episode i have totally different views to that yeah. but you'd hope that they engage with you in a way that says hey rav you know that topic like i have this view of it this is what i think but if you screenshotted it or played that recording back on the next episode, it'd be like, how fucking dumb is this person? What the hell? Like, that other person's going to be like, whoa, I don't want to engage with you anymore. Like this is not a safe place that I mm. want to be in. It is your platform. You get to set the tone, I guess, and the rules. Um, and I don't have an answer for it. I just, I, you're right. I do think there needs to be this higher level of thinking of going, I am responsible for, like my audience at some point. I hope this girl is okay, whoever wrote this and isn't freaking out. It's just like, cool, I'm just going to pretend I, I didn't do that and just disappear back into into the uh, interwebs. But, yeah, man, I think it's always going to be tricky. Thanks so much for sharing your opinion slash views on that. Look, I'm going to be honest. I was, I was freaking out for a bit when you're like, what do you think about this woman's body? <laughs> but at the end of the day, look, just be happy with who you see in the mirror with like eat well be healthy stay safe that's the bottom line for me anyway and if you do see someone on the interwebs and you're like i don't like this person's body shut the fuck up don't say anything fucking happy days agreed well imdad tell everyone where they can find you on instagram twitter tell us about your podcast oh my podcast is uh shit chat and that's pretty much all it is we just i just talk shit the whole time. And I probably should have you on there as well, Rav. If you want to hit me up on my Instagram, it's underscore Imdad Khan, K-H-A-N. Some people think it's C-H-A-N. That's fucking Chan, so it's not right. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, unders- underscore Imdad Khan, underscore. Um, but, yeah, like, I love the chat. It was really good. And I'm sorry about the internet issues. No, all good. 2021, I don't think there's any curveball it can throw at us that we're not going to be prepared for. Glad we got there in the end.
Hundred percent. Uh, I wish there was an earthquake to spice it up even further, but no, that was yesterday, so probably. Oh, actually, can we please share your video on the potty page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was actually recording uh, like a rehearsal for a um, an event that's going to happen in the in the next few weeks. And the weird thing is, when the earthquake happened, I thought it was a train going past my house, but there are no trains near my house. So I was for original, like for a split second, I was like, "Fuck, that train's really close." And then my mind went, "There are no trains here. This is a fucking earthquake." And I, anyone who lives in Melbourne, it doesn't happen very often, like if at all. Um, in 35 yeah. years, I think there's ever been just once there was an earthquake and that was a 4.0, so it was nothing. Uh, but this was a big one and I had to run out of the room, check on my housemate because she was asleep. And I thought, she's going to freak the fuck out if she's sleeping and your bed just starts shaking. And she did, right, because I could hear her in the background. Was she you like, hear her? Yeah. Was she like, what she's the like, fuck what is that? that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, if you were having sex at that time, you might have added to the dynamics, which would be interesting, actually. It'd be really interesting to see if that was happening at the time, because surely someone was. If you were having sex at that time, get in touch with Rab, do the podcast, because I would love to hear that episode. Yeah, same. I'd love to do that episode. Or if you had sex any during any other type of natural disaster, that would be amazing as well. Share, share away. It's so bad. We actually need to do an episode on sex stories, but I just need to make sure my mum stops listening before that comes out. Oh, if, if you need me involved, I've got some of the worst stories you'll ever hear. So yeah. pick me up if you ever if you ever want to do that. I will. I will for sure. Because I feel like we can't be so biased and always be sharing girls' stories. We do need some, some guys in there as well. So all for it. Thanks so much, Imdad. Loved having you on. And we'll make sure that we put all your socials up on our podcast page and we'll leave it in the show notes so you guys can go and find Imdad. His podcast is great. It's pretty short. You do pretty short episodes, so it's good. It's like short to the point. Good and sweet. Choppy, ready to go. But no, thank you. It's been, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. It's good on a, oh, I was going to say it's a Friday night, but it's not. It's Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost. It's a, uh, Friday free holiday for me. Love it. So jealous. I've got work tomorrow. So on that note, peace out. <laughs> See you, mate. Like we do it, like we do it. Like we do it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.